It's All Things Considered, and I'm Dave Lawrence with our latest episode of Off the Road. Find the complete series with hours of interviews and exclusive musical performances on our HPR mobile app at hawaiipublicradio.org. Look for the banner on the right-hand column and subscribe to it on Apple and Spotify podcasts. This week, we're digging into one of the great classic rock legacies, Jethro Tull, with longtime guitarist Martin Barr, who recently released 50 Years of Jethro Tull, filled with re-recorded and revamped versions of the band's music. Welcome to the show. We really appreciate you doing this for us. My, my pleasure. Where are you right now, Martin? About seven miles outside of Plymouth in Devon, UK. So uh, in the very bottom right-hand corner of the UK, <laughs> very near the ocean, um, very similar to where you are, but but nothing like it at all. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> it's a beautiful part of the world in the summer. <laughs> there you go. Um, it seems that you were on the road in South America when the pandemic mm. actually hit. Yeah, it was starting. Uh, it was building impetus when we left but there were no restrictions and it was very early days. Uh, we flew out to South America. I even remember having a slight cough and worrying that they might uh, misinterpret. So I went to my doctor. There was no COVID test in February last year, but uh, we went ahead. In fact, South America, they had in place health security that was far more advanced than Europe was. They had temperature testing. Uh, you had to fill out paperwork. Very, very thorough. You know, the gigs were at full capacity. And then it started slowly to become a problem. We played Brazil. We played Argentina. We played the very last show in Argentina before they closed the country down. Then we flew to Chile. Again, we did the last gig they allowed in Chile before they shut everything down. And at which point we should have gone to Peru and Mexico. And we just said, we have to go home. Otherwise, um, we'd be stuck here. That's what we did. And within two days, there were thousands of people that were, that were stuck in airports in South America who couldn't get out. Wow. So you literally just beat the uh, the tsunami wave of closed downs, yes. I guess you'd say. Yeah, yeah it, it was close. And on the note of being close, I know from your social media posts, you paid tribute to your friend Leslie West of Mountain, who you've been buds with for decades, who passed away not long ago. But I also saw you posted something about Eddie Van Halen. Did you know him or ever meet him? No, I wish I did. I, I, I saw him in a hotel lobby once, and I desperately wanted to go and say hello. <laughs> but I didn't have the nerve, you know, I just thought, I don't know what I'm going to say to him. You know, I don't want to go, Eddie, you're amazing. I love you. So I just stared at him in, in awe, and, and then he went up in the elevator, and that was it. So I never met him, and uh, stupid me. He was probably thinking as the elevator went up, man, that looked a lot like the dude from Jethro Tull. <laughs> so rude. You won't even come and say hello. <laughs> yeah, who, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> and uh, turning to this latest release, celebrating 50 years of Jethro mm. Tull, <laughs> what inspired putting together this two-CD set? Well, I just think that in the past, a lot of anniversaries have been overlooked with Tull, you know, that, that there was sort of a token release of best of, just a repackaging of, of old stuff. So here comes number 50 and, and nothing is planned. I just thought, well, you know what, 
I'm going to celebrate it and I'm going to make it special because I, I think it's really an amazing thing to have 50 years. So I re-recorded everything, rearranged it. I, I just made it different and something that would really mark uh, a big occasion. And you've had many big occasions over these 50 years. I was taking a look at your resume, and that includes getting to know Jimi Hendrix when you guys were opening for him, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, we met Hendrix in January 69. The first tour I did was incredible. You know, I was petrified. But uh, the, the second I met him, I realized didn't need to be. He, he was just a, a really nice, normal person, gentle uh, humble, <laughs> incredible. It, it was it was really, uh, really amazing experience. Where were you guys playing together? Uh, it was Copenhagen, Oslo, Stockholm. Might have been one more, but yeah, it's Scandinavian shows. Okay, that we we met many times over the years. It was always the same, you know, really laid back, really subdued like going with your friend and having a drink at the local bar. We, we just talked and we were just friends uh, that bumped into each other occasionally. Early on, mm. another one that probably if you're, uh, for American fans at least, touring with Led Zeppelin in the United mm-hmm. States. Yeah, well, we were very lucky to be on the bill and getting us major recognition in the States and um, had a 20, 25-minute slot about six foot depth of stage and 20 foot width to put all our gear. And, you know, we were on and get off quick. And then it was Led Zeppelin and everybody went crazy. But people liked us. And it, it was a tough gig, but we won them over. Led Zeppelin were, were, you know, still friends. But yeah, that tour made us in America because the next time we went out, we were headlining. Which members of the band did you have more of a, of a relationship with? I think John Bonham was the, the one that was a little aloof. I believe he didn't like us, didn't like the band. Uh, but, you know, I don't expect everybody to like us. Um, but the the other three, amazing. You know, I saw Robert Plant a few years ago. He came to a little acoustic gig I did. And also on that note of solo stuff, you had the chance to work with one of the Beatles over these 50 years, Paul McCartney. Well, he's my hero, and you know, as was John Lennon and George Harrison. And I'd met George Harrison. I met John Lennon at a TV show uh, with Yoko Ono. He was very nice. But this phone call came out of the blue saying, you know, do you want to do a, a session? And they, they wouldn't tell me who it was or <laughs> who is it. I, we, we can't say. I go, really? <laughs> well, am I supposed to say yes or no? So I did it because it was so mysterious. And uh, lo and behold, it was him. I ended up working with him for a week. And it was incredible. He, he was absolutely phenomenal musician very nice person sorry everybody's nice well that's good <laughs> you have to ask me about somebody who's not nice <laughs> it's gonna sound it's gonna sound really fake <laughs> it was quite scary the first session i did he wasn't there but we did a track um love me do and uh, psi love you we combined them and did a sort of funk version of it I don't think we knew who it was for at that point. It was just a bunch of guys in a studio, and they wanted us to do a Buddy Holly song. 
And then we did this combination of the two songs. And at the end of it, the producer said, well, um, I want to tell you who it's for. So it's for Paul McCartney. And go, wow. So <laughs> off we go. And then, you know, a few weeks later, I get another phone call. Yeah, Paul wants you to come down to um, uh, East Sussex and record with him. I, I was petrified. But it's the sort of thing that happens to you once in a lifetime. And um, I knew the other guys in the band because it was the same bunch of people. And we didn't know each other very well. It was strange because I didn't, you know, essentially were really in at the deep end. And, you know, we all set up our gear in this amazing studio. And then he walks in and it's like... (laughs) 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 Yeah, it's... um, But it was an incredible week. What was your favourite moment? There's a lot of humorous things. We had to sign uh, non-disclosure statements and agreements. Uh, quite a few times so um lots of it will, will remain not to be spoken of but, it, it, but it, you know n- nothing weird but a high point we've done a few takes of the song and we're having a cup of tea and, and he just jump on the piano and good golly miss molly we're going oh wow <laughs> okay join in and uh it's not every day you play Good golly, Miss Molly with Paul McCartney. He's inviting you to play it along with him. Yeah, we had a jam. It's a high point, probably the high point of of everything I've ever done. Oh, I bet. What a great story, and uh, lots of good ones from you today. It's Jethro Tull guitar legend Martin Barr with us, latest guest in the Off the Road series, and uh, grateful for your time, my brother, hoping you had fun doing this. I did. Yeah, you're very informed and a very good an easy person to do an interview with. Thank you very much. Thanks, Dave. Appreciate it, brother. Okay, take care. 